Welcome to the On the Road to Freedom podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We can't wait to get into the Word with you and share some truth that's going to change your life. Make sure and hit the subscribe button and help us spread the Word by rating and reviewing the show. You can also connect with us at mylan.org for more helpful resources. Now, let's get into today's show. Well, welcome to On the Road to Freedom. You've joined us on location in beautiful Sundance, Utah. You know, we love to film on location because we get to show you the beauty of God's creation. You know, the way we like to say it is that God is our set designer and His creation is our set. So it changes. Every show, you're going to see a different view. It'll be of the mountains. It'll be of the ocean. It'll be of the creeks, the rivers, the lakes. And now you're seeing the waterfall. The prettiest places we can find on the earth. Mm -hmm. That's what we're looking for. So it's really a beautiful location. We really enjoy being able to show you again God's beautiful creation so that you can taste and see that the the Lord Lord is good. And blessed is the man or woman who trusts in Him. And if you'll choose to trust Him today with your life, with your hopes, with your dreams, you'll be blessed. You'll live the blessed life. Blessed means empowered to prosper. Blessed means it's the whole package. Enviable, to be made happy. That's what blessed means. So you can live a happy life when you choose to trust God. You can only do that when you receive revelation of His Word. And that's that's why we titled this show On the Road to Freedom, because John 8, 31 and 32 says, If you will continue in my word, Mm. then you truly are my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. So the more that you continue, the more you receive, not just from us, this is important what you're receiving today, but receive receiving from your pastors, receiving from other anointed ministers that you respect and and really enjoy their teaching. When you continue in the word, then freedom comes as revelation is revealed to you. So today we're talking about a really important subject um, concerning holy matrimony. And the reason why we're so passionate about this subject is because we've seen such an assault on marriage yeah. in the last few years. And in the church, the divorce right now is as high as in the world, meaning as high for those who don't know God. Yeah. And it shouldn't be that way because God's plan is for you to have heaven on earth right. in your marriage. He said that we should pray that it mm-hmm. would be on earth as it is in heaven. Yes. That's the will of God it for is. it at your house. Mm-hmm. That's the way he wants it to be in your marriage if you're married or if you're planning or believing him for a mate someday and and uh, and single. Yeah. Whatever the will of God is for you to be blessed. That's yes. the bottom line. Amen. And you know what? If your marriage, if you are in an unhappy marriage where there's a lot of contention and strife, it will affect you having a blessed life. (laughs) So the holy matrimony and heaven on earth in your marriage, this is important to you enjoying the abundant life that Christ provided for you. The good news is it's not too late. No, it's never too late. If you're in a marriage and it's really been going through a hard time, we've had hard times. Mm -hmm. Everybody goes through that. Everybody's tested to find out who they are and what they really believe and what they're willing to do about it. But we got some good word for you today. It's going to show you the way, Uh the way will make you free. Amen. In Hebrews 13, 4, the word says, God, who is the creator of the marriage covenant, said that it should be esteemed worthy, precious, and especially dear. In other words, Mm -hmm. that we should value 
the yes, covenant the that covenant. we have between us yeah. because God is a covenant God. Mm -hmm. And the covenant of marriage, when people stand before the, whether it's a judge or a preacher, Mm -hmm. They're standing there saying, let no man put asunder whom God has brought together. Yeah. To, and, and even going to save through sickness and health. I mean, come on. I mean, till the end. Till the end. Yeah. This is a forever yeah. covenant. Mm -hmm. So this right. is a big deal. We must value holy things in order for there to be spiritual growth in our lives. Yes. If we're going to have holy matrimony, we must value, value it. it. Yes, Do that's you, it. Do uh, you want to expound on that, my Well, darling? you know, for years, let me give you an example. I did not value peace. So freaking out was a common occurrence for me. <laughs> what I mean by that is those just emotional highs and lows. Moody, just being moody. And that was common for me. An everyday occurrence. You know, if you were led by your emotions, your emotions can change every 45 seconds. And it's a miserable life to be controlled by your emotions mm. because I did not see the value of perfect peace that God had provided. Uh, and you know what? On, you can get to heaven and you can freak out all the way there, yep. but you won't enjoy the trip. No. And so God's instructions. And anybody else in the room. <laughs> That's right. So until I saw the value of peace, that God had actually called me to live at peace and that when he returned, he wanted to find me at peace. When I saw that it was part of my calling, Colossians mm, says, good, and that when Jesus returned, he wanted to find me at peace. I began to value it. Yeah. And when I valued it now, when I look into the word and it shows me how Every to maintain perfect peace, I can change those attitudes, let the word renew my mind. And now I can make different choices that cause me to enjoy my life more. So that is why we're explaining to you about these truths about holy matrimony. When you renew your mind to the word, you will enjoy your marriage more. Yeah. Amen. But as you know, you had to make that decision. Nobody can make that decision for you. Mm -hmm. In order to have something different, yes. you have to want it. You have to want you it. You have to value it. You yeah, must you have to that seek. That yeah. I see what God's saying, That's it. and I see the importance of being a more peaceful, joy-filled person, mm -hmm. and more patient and kind, and all. And basically, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's what happens to anybody who grows up in the Lord. And but in order to have something different, we must want something different. We got to be willing to change something. Yeah. With, you know, it's insanity to believe we can yeah. do the same thing and get different results. Yeah. And and so what we do is we decide, you know, I can't live at peace and I'm going to do this by the grace of God. And we start speaking it out and we start expecting it and the grace to change, the anointing to change. God puts his super on our natural and we start to become a whole nother being. Amen. Amen. And you know, I want to talk to you now about what Proverbs says about how women we can build our home. Amen. And it's in Proverbs 14, 1, and it says the wise woman builds her house, yeah. but the foolish one pulls it down with her own hands. Now, I wanted you to notice here that it's the woman that God gives the responsibility to build our home. That's right. He doesn't even mention men nope. here. Now, no, men do have a high call. And we have talked about that in other shows about how men, husbands are called to wash their wives in the water of the word. Yes. They're called to lead. They're called to love. Prayer, yeah. <laughs> That's right. To love their wives to be patient, as to Christ be loved the church. Sure. That's right. And so they have a high call too. But right now we're, we're speaking to wives. I'm speaking 
speaking to wives right now and it says the wise woman, the woman who walks in the wisdom of God will build her home. And God has given you that power. You know, we're in an age of girl power. Well, girls, we got the power and we can use the anointing to build our home or we can tear it down with our own words mm -hmm. and our own actions. This word foolish here in the original meaning, it simply means rebellious. Yeah. It does not mean ignorant. It means rebellious to the laws of God, to the word of God. God is the ultimate equal rights in Christ advocate. That's right. And he gave women a powerful yes, place. Yes, he did. Based on the lexical definitions of this verse, you could read it like this. And this really helped me. So if you'll stay with me here, this will help you understand how to apply this verse. It says, a woman who lives her life according to God's principles increases, strengthens, establishes, and preserves her family her household and her dwelling place. Wow. But the woman who revolts and openly renounces God's law to which she owes allegiance and chooses to willfully violate that law. Now, this is simply a woman mm. who says, I'm doing it my way. I'm going to fight for my rights. I'm going to tell it like it is, and I'm going to put them in their place. That's this woman. She destroys and utterly ruins her family by her own power and strength. She cannot blame her husband for this one. And so, ladies, I just want to encourage you to use the anointing to build your home. How do we do that? Yeah. We do that by obedience. A wise woman is someone who hears the counsel of God, That's good. who receives his instruction and who accepts his correction. And it doesn't matter what our moms did. Yeah. It doesn't matter the example you saw in your grandmas or your aunts. We're called to obey the word of God. Yeah. This is our standard and it is the final authority. It is for us. It is yeah. the rock that we have built our home on. And because of that, when the storms of life come, and they have come, then our home and our marriage has stood. And it's only because we submitted to the Word of God. It would be easy if your mother yeah, if set you saw the example, the example. right? But Amen. if you didn't, we can do this anyway. But that's what the grace of God is for. Mm -hmm. We can do this for the Lord Jesus. We don't put down anybody that didn't understand or who wouldn't grow up in the Lord. We're not out to judge them. That's none of our business. No, All amen. we're saying is we see this in the Word. We know it's God's will for our lives. So we want to change and grow up in Him. They came to Jesus and uh, told him that his family was outside, his mother and brothers. They wanted to talk to him. And his response was, who are my family except they who do the will of my Father? Amen. And that's who we're looking for today. This thing that we refer to as Team Milan, it's just about partnership between us and the Lord, of course. He does his part. And maybe it's you. That's a decision you have to make, but I'm looking for family. Yeah, I'm looking amen. for people who, amen. that's who my family is. Those who yes. want to do the will of my Father more than anything else on the earth, because that's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And of course, I need help doing that, and I will do our part. We're just yes. making a commitment to anybody who wants to be a part of leading people to Jesus, of teaching amen. them how to have better health and 
holy matrimony and all the wonderful things that God is offering in His Word. There are multitudes, the Bible says, yes. in the valley of decision right now. Right now. Mm -hmm. and I'm looking for somebody who will help me reach the multitude yes. to pray about it mm -hmm. and to finance the kingdom of God being shed abroad in the hearts of the multitudes yes. who are looking for the right decision. We have the information they need. Mm -hmm. It's called revelation of the Word of God. Amen. And we have the Holy Spirit and the anointing to minister the truth to them yes. and to set them free. So if you want to help us reach the multitude, you just go to mylan.org and click on Team Mylan today. Now this next section about being a wise woman is concerning godly submission. We have seen so many horrible, evil examples of submission in the world that include domination or control or abuse. torture, abuse or slavery. Crazy and that stuff. is not what we're discussing no. here. God never intended for you women to um, accept abuse of any kind. That's and right. if you are being abused, I encourage you to seek help from the authorities, from your pastors, from yeah. friends, from family, because God wants you to live free. So when I'm talking about godly submission, this is God's way we're talking about. Right. Mylon does not dominate me. Nope. He does not control me. Don't he leads. To. But the reason why submission is important is because there is order in God's kingdom. And when we operate in that order, then the blessing flows. The un Where there's unity, where there's agreement, the blessing flows. Amen. And so he set order in the home. And that was for the husband to be the head of the wife. And that's in Ephesians 5, 21 through 24. Now, let me reiterate this. Some have, I have heard it said, well, this is no longer for you wives because we're under grace now. But I want to remind you that Ephesians was written by the apostle of grace. Oh. And it is in the new covenant of yes. grace, the New Testament. Yes. And let the word of God be established in the mouth of two or three witnesses. So not only is it, submission reiterated two wives in three different epistles. It is given by two witnesses, Paul and Peter. Yeah. But right now I'm going to discuss what Paul said in the book of Ephesians. And he said, Ephesians 5, 21 through 24, submit one to another in the fear of God. Now I want to say this, we do submit one to another, sure. you know, and we submit one to another in the body of Christ. We graciously prefer yeah. and honor one another. But then God, Paul is talking here about the body of Christ. Now he goes to the husband wife relationship and he says, wives submit to your own husbands as a service to the Lord. That really helped me. You know, I love my husband. I love him, but submitting to him was a, kind of a scary thing to me because the example that I had seen in the world was tended the majority of the time with strong, domineering, controlling men. Yeah. And I had decided who took advantage of, took advantage of their authority. Yeah. Right. And because I had seen that, I decided at a young age, no man is ever going to control me. No man is ever going to dominate me. So when I came into the marriage with that mentality, it caused so much contention and strife because I contended for that place of leadership until the Lord revealed this to me in His Word. So when He said, Christy, you do it as a service to me. 
You know, if you had asked me, Christy, are you submitted to God? I would have said, oh yes, yes, I would have fought you on that one. I am submitted, he is my Lord, he is my master. But if you had said, are you submitted to Mylon? I would have said, well, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. I would have given you a whole list of excuses on why, on why I had not submitted to his leadership. So when the Lord showed me, he said, Christy, you cannot be submitted to me and not be submitted to Mylon because I'm the one who told you to do it. So it says here, we do it as a service to the Lord for the husband is the head of the wife. This is God's order. And as also Christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, Now this is a high calling. So let the wives be subject to their husbands in everything. Now let me say this, my boy. Okay, okay. Spiritual authority, when God says to submit to the husband, that authority that is given to the husband, if that husband uses that authority, God will deal with it. Yeah. Trust me, God is not Mm -hmm. mocked. Whatever Whatever man sows, sows, that man is going to reap that. Yeah, amen. I mean, the purpose of leadership is to lead our family in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yes. That's why God made me the head, not to tell her what to do or to control her or to dominate her. Mm-hmm. That's evil. And that's not what God wants, but he does want me to protect her, to use any authority I have to give her a safe, warm place to be who he called her and created her to be. Right, amen, and you've done that beautifully. And you know, let me say this, wives, God is not telling you to, it's to instructing you to submit to men in general. No. He is talking here only about your husband. Which Submitting is why he said, husband. don't be unequally yoked. Right. It would be very hard to be submitted to an unsaved person yes. who's going to lead you in circles. Right. That's why right. God said, do not marry unsaved people. Yeah. If you're an unmarried woman and you're praying and you're dating some guy, don't even date men yeah, who aren't yeah, mature yeah. Christians. That's so you're just good, asking for trouble. Mm-hmm. You can take them. You can take them anyway. But God said, be careful because you'll reap. This is harder if they're immature. Mm-hmm. You need to, it's easy to submit to a godly man, a mature Christian. And you know, the definition of submit means to yield, to surrender to the power, will, or authority of another, to yield without murmuring. <laughs> now I'm still working on that one. Well, we Sometimes are. I still say yes, honey, and then grumble under my breath. So, um, but submission is not agreement. Agreement no, means of the right. same opinion. So submission only begins when we disagree with our husbands, but we make the choice to yield to their leadership, and then we do it with a good attitude. Yeah. Wow. Praise God. Thank you, Lord, for helping us. Now. This next verse really helped me with the meaning of submit. It's 1 Peter 3, 1, and it says, Wives, adapt yourself to your husband. And that meaning of adapt means just to conform, to change, to help him know and do the will of God and to enjoy it. And so this meaning of adapt, I kept trying. Here's how the Lord showed me. I kept trying to get Mylon to adapt to what I wanted to do what I wanted. And God revealed to me, Christy, I've called you to adapt to him, to meet his needs, not the other way around. And so that's what caused me to be constantly contending for control and leadership. So ladies, I encourage you just to relax in your role as a wife, Mm. to be supportive and encourage him only 
to comfort him. And yes, be a wise woman. You know, he needs your counsel. He needs your help. Yeah. And so I really began to start adapting to Mylon. And here's the thing, the grace is on me to adapt. And and as a service as a service to the Lord. And here's what happened is God has blessed me. I thought if I adapt to him, I'm not gonna get anything I want. (laughs) When are my dreams gonna come true? When are the desires of my heart gonna be blessed? Well when I chose to do things God's way then God showed up and proved how good he is. I, I have Amen. to tell you, yes, I've still got some dreams, but I have to, I want you to know that there are so many dreams that have come true for me and God has spoken mm. to my husband. Do this for Christy, do this for her, do this. She, she bless her with this. And it has just been amazing how blessed our lives have. I've not missed out on anything. In fact, my life got better when I chose to adapt. Well, when we quit fussing and fighting among ourselves the power and of agreement for came. control, yes. I want it my way, you want it your way. When we settled that issue and started living God's way and gave mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit control, now we're more focused on hearing Him yes. we're more, and we do hear Him better. Yeah, we do. And when we do what He tells us, His plans are always successful. Yeah. I mean, your ministry, if you're in the ministry, will grow if you're at peace. The Prince of Peace does not want you fussing and fighting with your wife or your husband. The Prince of Peace wants you to be at peace. And it's in peace, instead of chaos, that he speaks the answer, that he gives the solution, that he grants the prayer. That's where the blessings are flowing freely. Well, let me just share with you what it says for us husbands do, because uh, Christy's been sharing some things for the wives, and some of that stuff's not easy, but let me just show you, guys, (laughs) we got our hands full, too. Check this out. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. I don't buy a motorcycle if she needs a washing machine or a dishwasher oh, or something good. in the sink or the yep. kitchen and the, I don't know, you know, women have to nest. They have to, you know, they have to make themselves that place that's comfortable for them to live, to, to do their uh, lives of being the daughter of God. They have a right to do stuff that men are not gonna understand. And we got to help them, guys. Husbands, love your wives, give yourself up for her, so that he might sanctify her, the next verse says, having cleansed her by washing of water with the word. That's our job, guys. We need to minister to our wives. That he might present the church. This is what Jesus did for the church. So that he might present the church to himself in glorious splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and faultless. Amen. And you know, that means things like, in order to make sure that I have a safe car, Yes. Um, you don't get that bass boat yet. No. I mean, those are just some real practical I'm not examples. I'm sending you out in the dark as a, a car is going to break down on you, right. put you in a vulnerable right. position that's dangerous at night by yourself. Not so I can get a new bass boat or right, something. Right, right. So wives, I just want to leave you with this and husbands. It says, however, in verse 33, however, let each man of you without exception. That means there's no exceptions here. No excuses. Every man should love his wife as being in a sense his very own self. Yeah. So this sacrifice on the part of a husband, God has called them to do. 
and then it says and anointed yeah Yeah. that's right and let the wife see now here's our part wives and let the wife see that she respects and reverences her husband yeah now this is so important i'm going to read it in the amplified because i think it's so beautiful that she notices him that she regards him notices him isn't so completely consumed with the children so completely Mm. assumed with her daily affairs that she doesn't even notice her husband so we prefer him i venerate and esteem him and that Mm. i defer to him there's the submission again adapting and praise him that means i i encourage him with words of life and i love and i admire him exceedingly and, you know, I want to encourage you, what both of us have done with this verse is we take it and we say it to each other. Yes, we do. And we make a commitment, you know, like, honey, I love you, admire Amen, you, revere baby. you, prefer you, honor you. Yes. And we'll speak those beautiful words to each other, words of life. And then we'll take communion concerning it. And we'll yes. enter covenant yeah. that we've made a commitment to do this. And I want to testify to you that we have heaven on earth in our yes, marriage. We, do, we have great joy. We have great laughter. It's amazing. No, it's not without challenges. But praise God, He causes us to overcome. And so I want you to know God's no respecter of persons. And He wants you to have that holy same matrimony. holy matrimony, heaven on earth in your home. Relationships that last forever. Yeah, Keep amen. Well, as you can see, we're out of time because the sun dropped behind the mountains, so the lighting changed, everything (laughs) changed in an instant. (laughs) So we encourage you, if you have any prayer requests, please contact us at mylan.org. We are here for you. We also have a bunch of free resources available on our website at mylan.org. You can join Team Mylan by clicking on Connect With Us on our website. And if we can be a blessing to you, we'd love to hear from you. That's right. So continue in the word. Keep renewing your mind to these truths because that will keep you on On the the road road to freedom. freedom.